1: If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Here's what I mean. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. All right. So check this out. This has been going on for over a year now. It started in February of 2020 on a Friday night. I went to bed around 11 and woke up in the middle of the night I reached over to grab my phone to see what the time was, and it was 2.59 a.m. Then a second later, it ticked to 3 a.m., and in that moment, I had a vision of a small child standing at my bedroom door. I quickly reached over to turn the lights on, and every hair on my body stood up. I was truly terrified as I pulled a pistol from my nightstand and got up. I walked to the door and peeked around the corner and the child ran down the hall and hid in the kitchen i slowly walked towards the kitchen turning on lights as i went and when i got to the kitchen the child ran and hid in the bathroom it was like a game of hide and seek but i never went to the bathroom to look i went back to my room and i stayed up for the rest of the night at 7 a.m i called my brother and i told him what happened And he said it was all in my head and just to forget about it. I went about my day and didn't think much of it until I got back home. I could feel something watching me from that bathroom. I was uneasy all evening and I kept telling myself that it wasn't real. I went to my room and fell asleep. I woke up again in the middle of the night and reached over to look at my phone and deja vu. It was 3 a.m., the vision hit me hard a child standing just around the corner of my bedroom door just like the night before i got up and the child ran towards the kitchen i slowly walked turning on lights and when i got to the kitchen the child hid in the bathroom i went back to my room and i stayed up all night again i never felt terror like that ever and i've never had a paranormal experience or even believed that ghosts were real At around 7 a.m., I called my mother and I told her what happened for the last two nights now. She quickly said to stop joking around and asked if I talked to my grandmother. I told her I wasn't joking and that I was truly terrified and no, I didn't talk to grandma. She told me that grandma woke up just after 3 a.m. last night to a little girl crying in her hallway. I froze in fear, thinking what the heck is going on? And I told mom that I'll call her back and that I was going to call my brother again. I called my brother, and he answered, saying, I knew you were going to call. He said he had the worst nightmare of his life. In his dream, he woke up and heard a noise in the basement, so he walked downstairs. When he got to the bottom of the stairs, the basement started filling up with water, so he turned around to go back, and up the stairs was a little girl. Her hair was flowing in front of her face, reaching out for him, trying to smother him with her hair. He woke up and screamed, Mom! I could feel the fear in his voice. I told him that the same thing happened to me again and that Grandma woke up to a child crying. We all had an experience with a little girl in three different homes in the same night, and this is just the beginning. I got in my truck and had to drive about an hour to look at a job. I'm a hardwood flooring contractor. My mother, brother, and I were group texting, trying to figure out what was going on. My mother is a very religious person, and she started to pray. Then she said she knows a woman who's involved in this paranormal stuff, and she called her. A few minutes later, she was in our group text telling us what to do. She told us to call upon Archangel Michael and Gabriel to bring the child to the light. At this point, I'm about 30 minutes into my drive and I start praying, telling the girl to go to the light. Then, I felt a breath on the back of my neck and I clenched my steering wheel and screamed from the top of my lungs. I continued to pray out loud and I said, ''Go to the light, Eleona,'' without even a thought that I actually said somebody's name. I started shaking so bad that I had to pull over on the side of the highway. I'm not sure how it's spelled, but the name I said was A. Leona. I'm 36 years old, and I've never been so terrified in my life. Later that day when I got home, I asked my mother to meet me there and to pray with me, and then we did the same thing at my brother's house to my mother's place. That evening, I called a friend who's Native American, and I told her what was going on. She told me to cleanse the house and smudge it. I've never heard of smudging before, but I would try anything to make this go away. I went to my room and I finally fell asleep with the lights on. I had a nightmare and I woke up in the middle of the night. In the dream, I saw a woman standing over a bathtub and a small girl laying on her back in the bathtub full of water. The woman put her hands on the child's chest and pushed her under the water. The girl's hair drifted over her face when she was submerged, and I stayed up the rest of the night just frozen in my bed, completely numb. When I finally got out of bed around 6am, I walked into the living room and both my computer monitors turned on. I stood staring at the monitors thinking an image was going to appear, but nothing happened. I then started to think that this girl was asking for help to solve her murder and I needed to do research on the computer. I had to go to work so I walked over and turned the monitors off. I began to pray saying please find someone else to do this. My brain doesn't comprehend this kind of stuff and it really messes with me. I then started talking to the girl and said please don't show yourself to me and I will help. It's Monday. And I had subcontracted a job about 30 minutes away in the country, and I've never met the customers. When I got to the job, a man with long white hair was standing outside his adobe-style home. I got out of the truck, and he started talking to me like we were best friends. He told me to come inside, and when he opened the front door, his wife was standing there. She was Native American, and behind her was a shrine of Indian artifacts. In my head, I was like, what the f*** is going on? My life is turning into a horror movie. On the shrine was a big abalone shell and a bundle of sage. I pointed to it and asked if that was for smudging and that yesterday evening I talked to a friend that told me about burning sage. She said yes and then asked me what was wrong. I told them everything that had been happening and how it was odd how good I felt around them. After talking for a few more minutes, they showed me the two rooms that were getting flooring and they said they had to run a few errands in town. When they left, I was working in the back room and I saw two cats playing in the living room. At the same time, the cats stopped and both looked towards the bathroom and then ran and jumped into the tub. From the room, I couldn't see into the bathroom but I could hear the shower curtain moving I jumped up and I ran outside until the customers got back. When I was standing by my truck, I started Googling paranormal investigators and pastors. This was seriously affecting me and my work and I needed help. I glanced at the house and I could see the girl's hair flowing out of the bathroom window. When they got back, I had my cooler out acting like I was eating lunch and I didn't tell them what happened when they were gone. At the end of the day... The woman grabbed the abalone and sage off the shelf, and she gave it to me. When I got home, the first thing that I did was light the sage and walk the whole house while saying a prayer. I immediately felt a huge weight was lifted from me. I felt amazing. I got on the computer and began to search for anything about an accidental drowning or a girl named Eliona. I also wrote a few emails to the Colorado Paranormal Society and I tried contacting some pastors. I spent the whole evening searching about this girl, but I couldn't find anything. I went to bed feeling good, but I could still feel that the girl was in that bathroom. I woke up in the middle of the night to my dog jumping on me and growling towards the bedroom door. Once again, I stayed up the rest of the night just frozen in fear. I've hardly slept in days, and I'm mentally drained. At around 8 a.m., I got a call from one of the priests that I left a message to. I told him everything, and that I felt like this was a child who was murdered, but her death ruled accidental. He told me it was the devil's trick, and that it wasn't my place to help her. Then he said a prayer, and he hung up. No one else has responded to my emails or messages, and nothing has changed. She is with me 24-7, Anywhere I go, she's right there in the bathroom or hiding just behind a corner. My brother and grandmother haven't had anything else happen to them. It's been just over a year now, and I'm still being tormented every day. I've tried contacting people and talking to anyone who'll listen, but I still don't have any answers. The visions are so bad and so real that it physically hurts me. There's a lot more that's happened, but... This is how it all started. I'm reaching out to anyone that might have answers. The first ten years were fine. Then the creepiness starts to happen. My older brother was a troubled teen and apparently at some point played with a Ouija board by himself in one of the bedrooms upstairs and in the basement. Both rooms felt unusually cold i think he invited something to move into the house with us my sister and i used to share a large bedroom until she hit puberty and cried to my parents that she wanted the bigger bedroom and i got my brother's old room after he moved into the basement bedroom the room was weird i hated it from the get-go strange things started to happen i used to sleep with my door open but now hated it because it felt like something was coming up the stairs late at night. I knew where every creak in the stairs were when you stepped on it. I was the deepest sleeper ever. Nothing could wake me except water splashed on my face. My mom kept a spray bottle on my nightstand to wake me up for school. My brain would wake me up from sleep at about 2.54 a.m., 2.50 a.m., 2.58 a.m., and at 3am. I'd get bone chilling bad vibes. I'd hide under my blankets, try to sleep on my face, anything to make me go back to sleep to avoid being stared down at whatever it was that was visiting me. I begged my sister to let me move back in, but she wasn't having it. I started a video chat with my BFF to help me fall asleep. Her talking and lighter snoring was comforting. Things got better, and I didn't have any incidents until one night a week or two later, we were video chatting, I fell asleep, and then I woke up at 2.56am. I knew what was coming. I hid under my blanket, I could hear the creaks on the stairs getting closer, until they stopped. A few moments later, my bed shook, and like an idiot, I peeked out of my blanket. I saw nothing but felt an instant wave of dread and sickness wash over me. I ran to my sister's room and I puked my brains out and then I passed out again. My sister got our parents and after I woke up, told them what happened. I don't think they really believed me, but my mom said a prayer in that room and I didn't have any incidents after. But here's the kicker. My BFF recorded the video and played back an extremely creepy sound. From her viewpoint, you can see me sleeping and drooling onto my pillow. At the 2.56 a.m. mark, I bolt up from a deep sleep, glance at the clock, and I cover my head under the blanket. She could hear the ticking of my clock as well as the creaks on the stairs. At 3 a.m., there's a strange clicking sound like the noise someone makes with their tongue in the roof of their mouth. It gets louder and louder until it hits the bed with a thud and the whole bed shakes, at which point I peek, then I throw the blanket white as a sheet and I run out the room. At the thud, you can hear a heavily thick-accented old man's voice saying something, but the only part that's clear is, this is good, and the rest is unclear. I wish I had the video still, but my computer got a virus and I lost all my data. Here's an edit to the story. My sister once slept in my room. My grandma was visiting and she was sleeping in her room and I was at a friend's house. And she experienced sleep paralysis. She said she woke up around 3 a.m. and felt like something was pinning her down and she couldn't scream for help. It lasted maybe a minute or two before she ran to our parents' bedroom Anytime her bedroom was being used by a guest, she refused to sleep in my bedroom and slept on the floor in my parents' room. I also experienced sleep paralysis, but in the basement bedroom, which was my brother's room. My mom had called the maids one early morning, like 7 or 8 a.m., and I got kicked out of my bedroom. And they were all over the upstairs, vacuuming, dusting, and so on so i went to the basement for some peace and quiet i fell asleep on my brother's bed he had gone to work and i woke up to the same feeling as my sister being pinned down and unable to scream or move it felt like 10 minutes but it could have only been a minute or two i heard my mom calling my name looking for me and i felt like i could feel the thing move off of the bed off of me i ran upstairs so fast and I never slept in the basement again. My brother told me that after he played with the Ouija board, he heard something come up the stairs, creaks and all, all at 3 a.m., and something grabbed his legs and yanked him out of his bed. He fell on the floor with a thud, loud enough that my parents woke up, and ran into his bedroom to find him looking bewildered and white as a sheet on the floor next to his bed. I've had cousins tell me that something was off about the house. We babysat my friend's cat once there, and she would stop and stare at something across the room. Whatever your beliefs are as far as the paranormal, I'll just say that these two instances are 100% true. I experienced them myself. I've always believed in the paranormal because I feel, how could anyone be positive that something doesn't exist? Even if I haven't seen Little Grey Men or Bigfoot, hundreds of people have. Even so, I've been blessed or cursed with a very practical, analytical mind. I watch real ghost hunting shows with a grain of salt, always asking how this could have been faked, and many times it is fake. Not all. Many things have happened to me that I dismissed as something else, so I'm only telling you these because I can't dismiss them. My first experience occurred at a famous seaside restaurant in California. It's been featured on numerous ghost hunting shows, as well as on unsolved mysteries. I lived about 30 minutes from the place, but I'd never been there before. I finally got to have dinner there with a boyfriend. I was fascinated and asking the employees about their experiences with their infamous specter. See, I was happy to have a paranormal experience as long as I wasn't alone. At some point in the evening, I had to use the restroom. I asked my boyfriend to walk with me after I realized the restroom was outside the dining room and down a long deserted hallway. He didn't want to wait right outside the women's room door, so he waited near the entrance of the hallway. So I was there, alone, and just my luck that no one else had to use the restroom. I went into the second of the two stalls and I did my thing, and suddenly the hairs on the back of my neck began standing up. I didn't hear anything, it was just a feeling, so I told myself I was just being paranoid because of the dark, scary hallway and that I'd psyched myself out. Still, I was very relieved when a minute later someone else came into the restroom, and I was no longer alone. She went into the other stall, and I came out of mine, and I washed my hands. That's when I noticed there was nobody in the other stall. The door was resting open, as it had been, clearly empty, and there was nowhere else that anyone could have gone in that small restroom. Yet, I'd heard all the noises. I heard the outside door squeaking open and closed. I heard footsteps. I heard someone closing and locking the stall door right next to mine. Yet, I was completely alone. Heart beating out of my chest, I ran out of there, down the hall and into my boyfriend's arms. Months later, I learned that the women's restroom was one of the most haunted places in the building, I'm glad I hadn't known that before I went in there or I never would have been able to relieve myself. The next story happened in a house I'd bought with that same boyfriend. It was a small house built in the 40s. There was nothing creepy about the house, but it wasn't long before we had some strange things happen. I heard a man clear his throat behind me when I was home alone. Some items I'd put on the floor and leaned up against the wall got knocked over little things like that. But the weirdest thing that happened to me in that house were the knocks. They always seemed to happen when I was home alone. In whatever room I was, there were two loud knocks on that window. It sounded exactly like someone outside came up to the window and knocked on it. Always two good loud raps. The first time, I was lying in bed one morning and I heard two knocks on my bedroom window A quick knock-knock. The thing is, my bedroom was in the very back of the house, facing the backyard, and the backyard wasn't accessible except from the inside of the house. It was a fully fenced, very long backyard, and anyone who came from the street in front couldn't get to it because it was a very narrow passage that we'd blocked to keep anyone out. I'd been awake when it happened, so I got out of bed, and I went to the window to see who could it have possibly been. Of course, there was no one there. There was no one anywhere near the backyard. The next time it happened, I was in the kitchen, home alone again, and there were two wraps on the kitchen window. It was daytime again, and our kitchen faced the carport. I looked, and of course, nobody was there. After a few more times, I told my boyfriend and my older son about it. Neither of them believed me. They teased me about it, saying that I kept dreaming that people were knocking on the windows. So one day, while I was taking a shower, the knocks happened right on the shower window. It was so close to me and so unexpected that I actually jumped. This time, I wasn't home alone, so I thought maybe my boyfriend or my son was playing a joke on me. I tried to laugh it off. I knew it would be hard to get to that window, though, because it faced the blocked, narrow side of the house, and right outside of it were rose bushes, the thorns. Later, they both swore that they hadn't done it. They were very serious, and I could tell they were telling the truth. They also had not heard the knocks, so they still didn't believe me. Only one time do I remember it happening at night, This time, I was in the third bedroom that we used as an office in the back of the house. It also faced the inaccessible backyard, and it was late and dark. My curtains were closed, and I was doing something on the computer. When the two loud knocks hit that window, I was too scared to look out the curtains. This only went on for a few months, but it happened a lot. every time it occurred in whatever room that i happened to be in at the time never heard it from another room and no one else ever did either until one night on this night i had gone to bed and my boyfriend and my son were in the living room watching a movie the next day they told me that at about 1 a.m they heard two quick loud knocks on the living room window there was no knock on the front door which was right next to the window. They looked out the window, and of course, nobody was there. It finally happened to somebody else in a room that I did not happen to be in, and they finally believed me. I was born on Long Island, New York, and since I can remember, I've experienced strange occurrences. I've never been able to sleep at night, and from a young age, I was always terrified of the dark. Yes, every child is afraid of the dark, but I was afraid for reasons that I was unable to explain until later in life. There are a few stories while being here, but I want to fast forward to when I was a bit older and things began to make sense to me. My family purchased a second home and we moved to Colorado. We lived on a ranch located at the top of a hill that fed into the Rocky Mountains. There wasn't much around us, a few neighbors, our barn with our animals, and thousands of acres of hilly and mountainous terrain that surrounded our family. There was a long dirt road that led to our property, Rattlesnake Road. It was a perfect shot of the scenery leading up to our small three-bedroom home. It was quiet, peaceful, the land was old i was about seven years old at the time this is when i began to understand what i was going through wasn't normal our home was small it was a ranch style house with a three-car garage which took up half of the structure the other half was built into the hillside where you entered from the front you walked into the living room and could see straight out of the back sliding glass door into the plains in front of you was the kitchen old with bricks straight down the hallway started my room on the right my brother's room followed that and finally my parents room on the left the bathrooms connected and were on the right as well wrapping around the back of the house i left the hallway lights on when i slept i was scared to begin with but something always felt as though it wasn't just our family there one night i was up and i could not fall back to sleep My parents and brother were asleep as well, which I could hear them snoring from down the hall. My bedroom door was open, and I was facing the hallway when suddenly, the string to my closet made a click, and the lights popped on. I could see the light making its way through the slatted shades of my closet accordion doors, and my heart began to race. They shut off. The air in the room became cold, tense, almost as if the oxygen was being siphoned out. The silence set in. I couldn't hear the snoring anymore. I couldn't hear anything. I looked towards the hallway, and there passed a short, black, static mist. It had no facial features, but I could see what would have been a mouth. It seemed as if it was smiling ear to ear, which paralyzed me with an intense feeling of dread. It passed my doorway... Out of sight, not making a sound. Moments later, I heard what sounded like the door to our garage open and then close. The air lifted as my surroundings returned to normal. I knew I was awake, and I knew what I had seen was really there, and it visited me, only to get worse as time went on. Wells Fargo presents one of the surest ways to grow your money. A Wells Fargo CD account. Where you can earn a 5.00% annual percentage yield on an 11-month term with a minimum opening deposit of $5,000. Visit a Wells Fargo branch or wellsfargo.com backslash CD rates to open a CD account and start growing your savings with us.
0: Wells Fargo Bank N.A. Member FDIC.